Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. But I have to say, when you meet someone who is showing up as themselves, there's such a comfort in being around them. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. So it's down. Uh, who knows? It's Tuesday, actually. We're, we're podcasting in real time. Oh my gosh, you guys are going to actually hear this today because we didn't get to it tonight. Last night, I was so, like, done. Like, Why? My husband's like, are you mad? Are you sad? Like, what's wrong? I had nothing. Like, there's nothing. I, it maybe it had to do with being on your period, although PMS comes before the period. No, no, because your body was gearing up, up for the big shot. To be... To woken be- up in the night with a plethora of blood. But I was just like, I had nothing in me. And I didn't... I wanted to be alone. So it was pretty early, and and then and Mark was like, you know, I was like, NCW basketball was on. So I'm like, why don't you watch basketball with Teddy? I want to start younger. Okay. And 
He's like, that's what you want to do? Oh. Right? Why are you saying it like that? Like, yeah, that's... Actually, that's exactly what I want to do. I want to go in my bed all by myself. You know what? I feel like... I do feel like the, it's... A, so, okay, ready? Follow me for a second. Expectations of marriage are in your Arab people's head. Yeah. You're supposed to. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Like... Prime example, sleep together. Yeah. Like, that is what married... So we have these expectations. So it's like, if you don't come back down, you don't want to be with yeah, me. Yeah, totally. Even though I'm married to you yeah. and I choose you yeah. every day and I see you all day, yeah. if you choose your bed yes. over coming down, That's right. you don't love me. And I don't feel that way I, I, I actually... I, like, if ever he wants to go out and do things with people, I am... So happy, yeah. Because your love isn't uh, uh, your love isn't attached to him, him like you being with him twenty four seven. You don't. That's that. Not that's not like the the expectation of marriage to you mm-hmm. is not. We must do everything together. No. And if I don't, I don't love you. Which is so. So I was I was do I was reading. Um, I saw this someone post about. I guess Alicia Keys did a podcast somewhere with I forget where, but it was about. Um, like being yourself and taking up the space and like being who you are without like apologizing and like, and I was like, I I thought to myself, how, how do people not be, how do you actually not be yourself? How do you actually like in your life show up as someone other than who you are? I guess when, um, I guess when I was maybe in like, junior high like high school ish area i with the people i was the closest to i was my my very self but i didn't share that with most people i was kind of pretended to be somebody else on the outside what well i guess not pretended i just couldn't control like people would see me as more like quiet not not outrageous not so you funny. weren't different you just didn't show you didn't expose your whole self to everybody yeah but then i think people would have seen me for not who i wasn't who i really wasn't and you know people that like you see them on social media too and it's like they take on the persona of how they want the world to see them what we want to know is i know what you're saying how that must be so exhausting i just i it's like I, playing a character every day and like what are you afraid of Like, what are you, like, what? I think that you're afraid that you're not as interesting as you want to be. So you, but you pretend to be something. My mind is, like. But then what happens when you, when you, like, are back with your family and your family watches you on social media, like, why are you acting like that? And then you're normal here. Like, I'm thinking, but But maybe they are those two people. And that's their, that's their camera. Like, I know someone in my daughter's age range who will not say a word to you so shy so quiet but she I then I went to like one of the plays that the kids do she is the lead character singing like being a different person my daughter's like how is that possible and I'm like I think that when you're an actor yeah you get to go and be someone different and you can play that say actor (laughs) I look at you (laughs) actor you get to go and be someone different. And I'm like, and it's easy because you're not, yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so you can go and be someone else, but you don't, that's not who you are, fucking people. Well, there's that. There's the actors. Actors. It's an inside joke. It's an inside joke. There's actors, and then. You know, you're saying actors. Yeah. Okay, like you now. Okay, good. There's (laughs) actors. 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 That's one thing because usually they're shy. 
you know? But then there's the people who, like, literally put on their fake life every single day. Like, you know, that are always this character. And what, like, they're home and sad, or they're home and, like, they, like... What else did Alicia say? Was there any more insight to the details on that? Or Well, I, I guess I had to listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But she was basically, like, show up who you are and don't apologize. And I'm like... I, if you have met me and you're not who you are, please introduce yourself. I would love to know because I must be a fool. Like I, But I have to say, when you meet someone who is showing up as themselves, there's such a comfort in being around them. Okay. Just like the man I just met on the street. Yeah, Natalie liked him a lot. He was just, he Kat was asking about the raccoons in his in his uh, roof. And he started I heard talking. through the grapevine he had a family of raccoons in his house. The way he just opened up the conversation, he looked back and forth at you and me, even though he didn't know me. And the way how he had such a confidence and a presence, it was just like such a likability. So is being yourself, does it come down to confidence? I would think so. <clears throat> Because oh if you God. are totally confident <clears throat> and you think that you're worthy of the space that you're in and you think <clears throat> that you're, everyone's interesting, right? But, and everyone has something different to offer, but some people look at themselves and they say like, my, I got, I got nothing good going on. So I'll pretend to be someone that's like people who lie all the time, right? They always lie about their stories or embellish their stories. Okay. Actually, I was watching a Dr. Phil last week and it was an old one. They, they, they throw back and there was a mom and she was an over-exaggerator of everything. And she would be like, oh, your sister's on her deathbed. And then the sister would call the sister and she's like, I have a cold. Like, I'm in bed, but I, I'm, I'm not on my deathbed. <laughs> so Dr. Phil was trying to get to the heart of why, why do you do that? Why do you exaggerate? And they kind of got to that, they, they don't think that their life and the stories that they tell are interesting enough as they are. So I think that's a lot of it. But if they were confident enough to know, like, your story's great, people like to talk to you, you wouldn't have to exaggerate. That's like... Or you I- wouldn't have to lie, or you wouldn't have to pretend you're someone else, because you would have found that quality inside yourself that's like, I know I've got something to offer. And that's what's so hard when you, when you think about your kids. You want them to find that thing that sets them apart, so that whenever they show up in a room, they're proud to show that unique that uniqueness. Yeah, I don't... I, I you know, I think that, that, t- that your uniqueness can change 24 like times every day, every year, because I think that as you grow, different things come out. Like your uniqueness comes out in different. When you learn yourself, you're like, whoa, because it's about yeah. trying things. I get kids trying things on to see what they like, Absolutely. what they feel comfortable yeah. with. I totally, and you know, if you have a teen or tween or like a six year, like when. Don't expect them to know their uniqueness. No, and in, in grade seven. And at like five, you know, Chloe at six is really, she's number one, a control freak right now. And like I'll say, I got some watermelon. I don't, I hate watermelon, but then she'll sit down and, so they definitely go through, through these fundamental, um, like developmental changes where they become different people and who your child is today. And if you're not part of our, um, group, a subscription-based group where we give you so much information and tools to help actually get you through this time, um, you'll, when you, when you hear people be like, that is so classic, you're like, oh, thank you. God, it's not just my child, but I guess some people never get out of that and they get stuck in that and they mm-hmm. never feel comfortable enough mm-hmm. to find because you can see when, you know, Natalie, this is so mean, but we, we, when we see teenagers now, cause we're, we have a, a, a wide view of mm-hmm. what's going on because mm-hmm. our daughters are very open with us and we get to see mm-hmm. their social media Thank platforms God. and we're immersed in there. 
and we don't even get to see the half of it, I know, but yeah. I'm like, don't they know? That they look like such losers? That they're like, you're not that cool, but they think they, like... I remember my mom's friends sometimes talking to me, and I, they just... Eye roll. They were eye-rolling me. They thought... I, they were like, I don't understand, like, why you're dressing like that, why you're acting like that, like... And I remember looking at them, and I'm like, you are so old. Like, I know. God. I, I, I felt like, I said to my, I said to my daughter, I said something, I was like, you know, when I was your age, I'm like... Yeah. I'm like, I feel, I can't believe I'm at an age where yeah. I'm telling you when I was, it is a you fucking thing. I, I have the biggest one and my daughter wants to literally <laughs> put needles in my eyeball, but I cannot help it. What is, is it? I tell her how I got, it sounds so fun, what I did to get to school in the morning compared to what she has to do. Yeah. And she's like, I hate you for she's this. She's like, I, because I, I walk for 20 minutes. I'll tell you, I'll tell you all because I think it's me, a big difference. Me too. Walk for 20 minutes. Take the subway for half an hour, wait for a bus, then walk another 20 minutes in a neighborhood was so far from my own. I knew nobody that lived in that neighborhood. My daughter has to walk 15 minutes and she demands a ride. I know. And I'm like, um, there was no option for me. It was never, you're going to get a drive. Never. I guess though, we, it's so hard, you guys. I I walked further than her in grade Two by and, myself. And, and then you ask them to do something, and yeah. it's like, uh, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm like, we, I, 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 my, I, I can't help but get so mad when I ask them to help. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the, it's like, I did this yesterday. I emptied the dishwasher yesterday. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You emptied yeah. the dishwasher yesterday, yeah. did you? Yeah. Oh, what did I do? I you know. know what I mean? And like, I already put my dishes away. I'm like, oh, imagine oh. I just kicked dinner for me. Oh my God, we're so parents right now. No, but I have to tell you, our experts in the Tina Twain group, help you see. Allison Schaefer is uh, specifically on top of mind. She gives you, she really like breaks it down. I know to make it so that that's not how that's not how you're going to talk to them. It's going to work. I know, but we I, can't help it. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last-minute planners when it comes to summer, except 
for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Kat and Nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kat and Nat. You know, I think that if, if you are, again, a parent, you can go to CatNat.ca and see um, see what, what is going what on in that group. But as, as a trained professional for seven years in a field of child, child development... For therapy, everything. For all intents and purposes, I have every skill available to me to parent children in a way that is like, you know, calm. That shit's out the door as much. Like, out the nothing. I cannot ground myself in the education I learned. I cannot. Every expert says, like, like just because you can handle other kids. I know. Doesn't mean that. It's personal. It's personal. That's the same with, like. A dentist with bad teeth. You know what I mean? It's like they're really good at fixing other people's, but they didn't have time for their own. I yeah, no, I I sometimes I'm like, what is wrong with me? I can't. And then I see Mark do something, and I get mad at him. But I do it. He learned from mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so wrong. Mm. But I know. And then when I see him, I'm like, oh, fuck, I do that. Oh, anyways, parenting is. You know, it is such. It is such. It is but such at, fuckery. And at the end of the day, like, there's they're gonna go through so much. Like, just. You know, we haven't even got, we haven't even got to the hard part yet. We're like, but in the end, you want them to come out back to Alicia Keys. You want them to come out knowing, like, instead of during adolescence, they want to fit in, they want to fit in, they want to fit in. Yeah. You want them to come out of it understanding what makes them different. You know what I mean? And that's such such like a a change in your brain because I also think that, you know, you were the difference, like when you say quote unquote difference, mm-hmm. sometimes doesn't come into your life until like so much later. Like you and I have been very different. Like but I think the difference in your own unique personality, you're kind of born with. Yes, yes. But when you find we're very lucky, we have a sweet spot to show that. Mm-hmm. And not every, some people have to show up at work and be something that they can't go and be like, you motherfucker. Like they can't. I wouldn't say that's what sets us apart. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying we have a spot where we can be ourselves all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. And I know some people have to show up and put on different hats for different scenarios. And you would never assume when you meet them in per- profesh versus when you meet them in like a... Well, that's what's key is that whatever that thing is that makes you you should show up in every single place. Like I was listening to this like... Um, or I was here... I heard from this... Um, is like a business coach. And they were like, the thing that makes you you in in your personal life 
in your parenting, in your CEO like, job. Like, give me an example. I need an example of what makes you you. Well, first of all, he's him. Okay, let's say someone who has is a, has a great... She's talking about raccoon guy. Yeah, he just, he just <laughs> exuded. He knows who he is. Somebody who is... Um, you could use someone who's funny, right? Okay. Um, in, even in their business life, and even with the people they work with, they would always know that's a funny person. They have a, like a good sense okay, of humor. Okay. Um, someone who is really, you know, like ugh, these are just very basic characteristics. But like, I, I know someone in my life who is just so continuously like giving and thoughtful. Yeah. And it comes in. Everything shows. So nice ev- of you to think of me that way. <laughs> it's it's extra. This person's extra. I'm she, teasing you. I know because she thinks less about herself. Yes, and <clears> that <throat> that's harmful to her. But from everyone that I meet, from people she's worked with to her personal life to her past, says the exact same thing about right. it. You know. So I think it's just that it's that that's the thing will set you apart. Someone that could describe that thing about your personality. Right. And all every everybody has that thing. So it's not like she's smart. Right. Right. It's not like she's successful. Um, it's not like she's outrageous. It's like something very specific that people just feel wherever you are. Okay. And I think that's what Alicia's saying. Like show up with that thing wherever you are and like, just, just like foster it. And I think a lot of people don't know what that is. A hundred percent. And so like, they put what would on, yours be? I mean, often you'd need other people to explain. I would say definitely there's a, there's a, a lightness and a comedic side. So whenever I have a conversation with someone, I start it. Like, let's say I walk into a conversation. Yeah. I'll usually say something funny to break the ice. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like that. So the first the like reaction, the people. So yesterday I, I walked outside and um, they were there was a paint consultant outside the house and there was a few strangers. And the first thing that I walked up and said. You want to fuck? No. <laughs> there, the, I said, I think you should definitely paint your house uh, green, bright green. And everybody laughed. Oh, uh, like that's the way I, how I can. I, it makes me comfortable to break the ice. Okay, got it. And it's I do it almost every time I walk into a group of people. Okay. The first thing I'll say is to make that because it makes me feel comfortable. It lightens it. They know that when I'm coming into the room, I'm not bringing anything heavy. Yeah, got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like. Okay, so you're funny. Well, yeah, light. Easy. Light, easy, easy, light, and it's going to be funny. So everyone in that conversation can now sort of gear their com- their their conversation a little bit differently to suit my taste. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the bottom of this here, Brad. <laughs> I don't want to walk into your, your serious conversation, so I'm gonna break the ice so we can all start having. I'm gonna fun. let you know I'm not gonna be anything serious here. So go fuck yourself. You guys right now are talking about something heavy. I'm just gonna leave. I'm not meant to be here. That is okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I like that. That was fun. That was fun to go down. I said that you should paint the house green. Everybody laughed. Everybody laughed. And then the next person goes, I was thinking pink. And then everybody laughed. Oh, my God. That sounds so loser. It was just an example because I thought... I no, but I mean, that's, it is so loser. loser. Your house. I know. But I was like, in that like, moment, I was like, this is how I approach people. You know, paint your house green. I knew you are so funny. It was... That was funny. I could have walked up and been like, hey, Sue, we never met before. You were the one who okay, actually fair. Helped, I totally helped pick the paint in my house. We never got to Did meet. you say hi to Sue? Later, uh, she, she, someone introduced me, and I was like, oh, I never got to meet you before. You oh, okay, okay. And I was so like, it's the game, because you both knew who each other were. I had never seen her before. Oh, got it. So then I said to her, I said, I love what you did with my house. And then everybody laughed. Are you kidding me? Y'all are a basic crowd over there. I love it's it. It's also your delivery, right? Okay, fair. So sometimes you think that you're saying isn't that funny. Got it. But you know how to lighten the room. Okay, got okay. it. You walk in, you're like, yeah. watch people walk into circles of, of your house 
or I'm just very in, I'm inappropriate. Mm-hmm. We call me inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I'm pr- I was actually- that makes you feel comfortable. You know, <laughs> that I is remember, so weird. I rem- no, I remember we were in a boat rocker meeting once, and they were like, a lot of people when they don't know what to say will go sexual or inappropriate. Oh, yeah, because it's like they feel like. It can break the ice, and it makes them feel comfortable. Right. We're like, let's Because you just... feel like you're in control. Right. Of the conversation, because you right. might have said something that shocked them. So now you're in control. I don't like when people walk into a room and are big. I don't like people who try mm. to be big, like who like mm. walk in, and I find professionalism a front. I find it very, like... So big, What I thought you were going to say, like, loud or crazy, but you mean... Oh, I love loud and crazy. So what's big? Well, they walk in with a front. Like, it's like, I'm, uh, they peacock you. They're like, right. I am here. I'm like, don't, don't you dare try mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. run. Like, I don't, I feel very uncomfortable with people who try, who try to power over. Just mm-hmm. when you've just walked, a lot of people will walk in with a front of mm-hmm. like control and professional. And I'm like, so yeah, I really have a hard time with it. And I, I just, I am like. I'm fucking not doing this. I'm not. I. That's why I find cocktail parties really hard, mm-hmm. and I find small talk really uninteresting. I find it really a show. Like it's like this game you all play. Like wow. Like you ask these questions, no one's really interested in, and then it's like the same. You could go to ten people, and I. You could almost script exactly what they're gonna say, and the questions I they're love gonna it ask. Because I love getting out things that they yes, aren't expecting. But you talk to them for a long time, right? I, so you and and often. Um, Oh, often you, you, yeah, no, I prefer, like, you'll sit and talk to someone. Mm. I want to get right there. Mm. I don't want to know where you're from, where you went to school, who like your to mom warm is. I like them up. Yes. I like to get to know people. Because I always say, like, all my life I've always wished that I could sort of be a fly on the That's wall true. in people's houses that weren't my own to, to see what it's like to not be a PLU. Guys, a PLU is people like you, people like us. So it's people that you grew up with, people that went to your schools, lived in your neighborhood. Like, their story is very similar to yours. Yeah, so it's boring. So it's boring. You're like, you kind of like, I yeah. know you. I know your family. Yeah. Your mom went here. My dad went yeah. here. It's like we, it's like a small town mentality. It's really boring. So, but when you, sometimes when you get to talking to people. Get a talking. You really can find out some really interesting oh, things. I, I totally agree. So I'll, I'll find that person. And crack it. I'm like when, I'll never forget when I went to that wedding of your brothers and that guy my favorite conversation, you know, donkeys and ponies and, you know, girlfriends. And I was like, thank you. Jesus. This is the best time I've ever had. You have absolutely (laughs) no shell with that one. So you didn't have to crack that one open. But I was open to the conversation and he's open to everyone. And I loved that. That's a good personality That was a great one for me. Yeah. Or like when I'm walking and someone tells me really something that you know, someone in the neighborhood recently was like, I don't even know why I'm talking to you right now, but I like the core of your, I like your soul on a platter. Mm-hmm. Deliver and me. A your- lot of people need a lot of massaging. It's like, it's like a lot of people are like a piece of kale. You, yeah, you need to, to massage, massage it to get into I like the, the ones who aren't. I like the ones who just come to me and I'm like, let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. You know, like let's deliver me. Yeah. No, I, I don't, I don't do well. It's like that hairdresser we were talking to that once and she, we were talking about something came up about, um, some, like someone's family having a double family. Yeah. And I just mess it. I just said something. And then all of a sudden it all came out. I got her whole life story, which was identical to someone else. I had talked to who told me the whole thing as well. Yeah, yeah, no, like I, literally living the same was. She was like, "It's so crazy to hear that you know someone else like this because that's another well, thing about talking to people is that you actually find out 
Because so many people feel like they're alone and in, in, they're the only ones oh, who've ever been there. Because no one just opens up. Mm-mm. There's also boundaries. Mm-hmm. Some people, but I, I, you can tell when people don't have boundaries versus them sharing their story oh, because the they feel comfortable. The he has no boundaries. But he, but he felt, <laughs> but I, he wasn't, I mean, boundaries where it's like, they talk too close or are they like, you know, you can tell or they that... they go into really serious, inappropriate conversations. Yeah. Or it's time to be talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Boundaries are, are different There's than like, like soul that. sharing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's... It, and when they make it like an, a, an aggressive issue and you're like, I am not here for that. Anyways, it's interesting to figure out how your, how your kids will, will grow up and find themselves I because know. I think all of us really want them to have a core. I mean, every mom wants them to be solid or dad wants them to be solid in who they are yeah. and, and not, you know, not. I think you can see Max's pretty clearly. Oh God. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's going to be something that hopefully stays with him forever. Yeah, no, I think it, he has been like that. From, Party boy. He's been like that from, I mean, like day, I would say day one. He was always laughing, always smiling, yeah, but always like th- this. But this came out. Yes. It's almost like, you know, he might have been a little inspired by his older sister because hers kind of parked. When hers parked, his, his out. flourished. Yeah. And the whole dress up thing came from her. And it still goes on yeah. and like, on. I wonder if she on. was such an outrageous party girl in private. If he would have been as inspired to put on a tutu. I mean, he used to wear, maybe because he used to wear tutus. And she did. She's at like been a at like her. when eighteen months he wanted yeah. to wear a tutu. He want and he still likes to wear these crazy dress outrageous. Out, yeah, no, and your I, daughter used to walk around with underwear on her head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it I think, still does. I, think he, I think she was a good example on him. The other day she came down with a full face of she had painted her face and like tried to be like a domino cover remember the box domino pizza box and i'm like what are you and i mean i gotta let her freak flag fly but Mm. it is it there's some freak i mean i would say chloe's less freaky than all of them Mm -hmm. chloe is not gut she does not have the freak when if when they come in and be freaky i'll just picture you guys at a dining room table she just be like brother and sister are such yeah, she's like, I'm just gonna continue doing my math over I'm here. I'm gonna go study. <laughs> Get yourselves together. Literally. Do you guys even know? And she uses such big words. I'm like, how do you know this? You uh-uh. must have had so much screen time that <laughs> you are so. Your vocabulary is huge. Because you're not learning these words from me. No. And they're not teaching that in kindergarten. No. <laughs> so you, you know, you you are like a grown up. Folds your cloak. I'm like who? Are you? Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, do you have your mask? It's in my, my pop- pocket, mom. Right. She asked me, do you have my form? Uh-uh. Did you do my lunch? Did you? And I'm like, I'm like, you, you know, yeah, she was not planned. She was planned, but not, she was, she, <laughs> she was not planned. She was planned, but Mark would had never had a, imagined a third kid mm. in his, we had kind of joked this. She was asking about you know, so interesting, the sex, not the sex conversation, but like, it's hard for her to imagine all of them that there was a life before them. Yeah. Like that Mark and I photographs without the minute, like Mark and I were like just the two of us for so long. Like it's a really hard concept for them to even imagine what we would do. What, Mm -hmm. like, what was that like? Mm -hmm. And so Chloe can't even imagine that there was six years of our life with our family before she even popped onto the scene. And Mark was like, and she wasn't even supposed to pop onto that. Scene. You know, he really, he kind of looks and he's like, you are the, and she's such a quirky, she's such a quirky little girl. But yeah, no, I really do find it fucking crazy that our children are about to become teenagers. 
I know, I know. When a friend texted me and said I had to do something before my daughter turned 13, I'm like, oh my God, your daughter's the same age as my daughter. My daughter's going to be 13. Like 13, that's a different world. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You know, yesterday, uh, TJ came home and he said, we were learning about private parts at school today, Mom. And we learned the penis is on the outside and the vagina is on the inside. <laughs> and I go, and Mark's downstairs in the office. He goes, what are you guys talking about? And I was like, can you say that word again? He goes, vagina? And I'm like, wow, okay, well, it's a vagina. But I'm glad you're talking about this. I could just imagine. That's so young. Is that young? I think they just learned their parts. Okay. What they're, well, the, he wasn't the, listening. Vagina. The, 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 but, the, but was it in en français? Oh. Like, he wouldn't know. That's on you. Oh, God, I have no idea. You probably talk about penises way more than vaginas. Yeah, 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 true. And we talk about vaginas mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. more than... I mean, I wonder we talk- if he learns it in French. He said penis and vagina. I'm sure you should ask him, how do you say vagina in French? Oh, right. Because he was then, asking me how to say 100 in French last night. So I like guess. Yeah, just say, how do you say vagina in French? I wonder if they're doing that. You should find that out. That's yeah. probably important. You know what I mean? I mean? I'm never learning French. It's too late. Oh, so you know what? One of my friends is currently learning French. That's old. Well, yeah, because her partner is French. Yeah, that's old. Yeah. That's like, that's what old people do. Yeah. You know, they speak their, their partner's mother tongue. Mother I, tongue. I saw three, the th- if you're on your deathbed. Yes. Three biggest regrets. Yes. In life. Oh my gosh. Can, you're going to have to make me guess. Okay, go ahead. Don't say learn in a fucking other language. No, fuck no. Thank God. I was like, that would be the biggest loser thing. Why would you need to learn another? I know. Um, biggest regrets. Three biggest regrets. You're on your deathbed. You're three. Okay, so basically Steve Jobs has said. Yeah. Once you come to terms this is that you're going to die. Like nobody is um, immortal. And the minute you come to terms with that, you can begin to basically, like the minute you're like, oh, I've got, I've got, I don't have an infinite amount of time. Mm-hmm. You can begin to open your eyes mm-hmm. and actually see. So rather than being on your deathbed and looking back, what can you start today to do differently? I wish I traveled more. 
that well not travel okay travel more the world if your wish if you had a wish to start a business to do something to travel if you always had a desire to try something but you didn't okay that's one of them that's one of them but a lot of people are like start the business try the job really? like take a chance go travel like do what you're oh, dream in your dream. So like if you if you had always had this passion to start a cupcake company, but you kept being like no. Wow. No. You're like I wish I just would have tried cuz if I just if you there's some people think about the same thing over and oh they they wish. I guess so it wasted their life thinking about that. And they never did it. They always parked it. I'm not going to do that. There's not enough this. There's not enough that. And then I, when they realize it's over, they're like I wish see, I had I'm done that. I'm getting close to my deathbed because I'm thinking shit, I need to see more of this world. Mm-mm. Like shit, what I've seen the United fucking States, Europe, and Canada—that's a—that's a lot more than a lot of people. Natalie, we've been to a hundred and five cities. I, I understand, but you want to go to Australia, to India, to Japan? Yes, I want to see how the other world lives. Like, oh my god, I'm just living in a fucking bubble when the world is out there. The Europe's—that's that was a big one. Just so you know, Europe's a big one. Like yeah, that yeah, you've yeah, seen yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, listen, I know I've got these off my list. It just like Europe has nothing to do with Japan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's so Are weird. you going to Japan? No, my brother lived there, and I'm like, oh, you're kind of lucky you got to see that world because it's so different than our world. Do you want to go there? I would go everywhere. Do you want, like, would you spend money, take money, and go there? Would you, like, if it, they're like, it's $10,000? I think I would, yes, I would go to the, I, I mean, it, it, I don't know if Japan is on the top of the list, but I'm saying I would go to another country, yes. Yeah, but are you going? Are you going to regret if you don't? Maybe. Oh, no, Linda. So they'll be like, I'm leaving this world. They're like, you didn't even see the world. Like, that's what would be so cool when, they, when the people get to do, um, when the people get to do Amazing Race. And they get to see everything. Because they get to actually experience a bit too, like the actual Like 20 culture. minutes, yeah, for sure. Are they, unlike us, when we go to cities, we don't we get on the yeah. bus, we go into a theater, but they get to like... We get, have seen cool, I will say though, I have seen cool things that I would have never have seen if we didn't go on. I, I've, I've been... I haven't done uh, Malaysia, like the Asias, mm-hmm. Malaysia, any of the Malaysia, which would be cool to do, but I have no, the flight kills me. Like mm-hmm. to go 24 hours to fly, to go, I would have, I guess I think of kids with me, that feels very torturous, but mm-hmm. I know people do it all the time. Well, and that's another thing is there's a lot of people and they get to the age where they can do it alone, they're older and they have like health issues yeah. and they can't even do it anymore. Done Hawaii twice, mm-hmm. Africa, I did a lot of Africa. I even climbed Kilimanjaro. Yeah. To my I, family, my, so like, um, um, Mark's family did, uh, went, had been to Africa. Um, my family are big travelers, like my siblings. Oh, sorry. So they, hold on. Senior. Bo, come here. Okay, so what's another one? What's another one? I, I, I can't, um, <coughs> divorces. I mean, I guess if you lived, love, like, did you love, did you, did you love, did you show enough love? Did you really? give enough love? Really? Did People you wish that they gave more? They wish that they gave. Like, did they hold? Did they like spread their love enough and let people know okay. that they were loved? Like, did they like? I actually know someone personally in my in, in in my life who I often wonder if they'll like you spend so much time hating. Like when I talk when I we talk to people and they're like, my sister in law hates me. She mm-hmm. always does this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't think she hates. You, I think she just doesn't know how to show that. Like, there's something that makes you uncomfortable in her. So, it's not you; it's her. Like, you know, and especially family. When family, you know, uh, is constantly battle. So many families battle all the time. And I'm like, at the end of the day, at the end of the road, are you going to be like? 
Are you going to remember the fight that you fought over your whole entire life? Mm-hmm. Are you going to remember? And every time you saw your child, your mother, your father, your siblings, and you just looked at them with venom. Mm-hmm. Kind of, remember when Oprah, oh God, guys, we've talked about this before, but Oprah, at the end of her mother's life, and her mother, she had a really hard relationship mm-hmm. with her mother, and her mother never really gave her peace. And at the end of it, she thought when her mom was dying that her mom would maybe be like coming coming to Jesus moment and be like, I'm so sorry. Like something. Yeah. And her mom continued to be the person she was till the very end. Yeah. And Oprah had such a hard time. She's like, I'm Oprah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I do this for her. Like, I'm Oprah. You know, she, yeah. I will never forget it. And mm-hmm. she was like... It took me a long time to come to peace with that. I had to work through that after her mom even died. She had to go to like talk to people about that. Mm -hmm. And I think that she's just not unique in that situation. And so many people look for closure or like an an ending of the relationship. And you might never get it, but I guess it's just people who search for these... I just think people waste so much time in life on not not spreading dreams, dreams, And then the other one was forgiveness. Holding on to oh. holding on to grudges forever, on based on what? So you're dying, and you're like, I. It wasn't that big of a deal. I I hated you my entire life, mm. and now I'm gone. And huh. I I. And I guess you can never really know what your regrets are going to be until you're on your deathbed. They said those are the three most common. Okay. For someone who lives those in are like all so sad. Like I controllable though. If you're living now, totally controllable. You can go in. Y'all can go. I guess some people, though, just live thinking that one day they'll get to it and then... Yeah. You can't. Yeah. I mean, they're not surprising. Are they surprising? No. Because what else would be a regret? If you murdered somebody, maybe, but... Okay. Well, <laughs> let's hope. You I probably know, like, don't have a regret. Because what you... other regrets would there be? Like Those kind of those kind of cover everything. That's probably why they're the most common. What's missing there? Um, maybe not having kids. But maybe they couldn't. Right. Or maybe not or have, like, right. you know, like. Not leaving behind. Or a, maybe having kids. So I don't know. like dream? Um, I, I mean, I am sure there are so many regrets that if, okay. I can't. Uh, maybe, I wonder if there are so, I bet there are so many regrets. I bet holding on to, um, like to go back to Alicia Keys, never really being who you are. So maybe if you are yeah. transgender or maybe if you oh are gosh, and yes. you've been living a lie your whole life yes. for the expectations of, you know, something and then it would have been okay even if you had set, like, I, don't, I just think so many people go to, to bed with You these. could probably put that into dreams too. I always dreamed I could have been myself, but I never was. That's true. I mean, that's fair. And that's yeah. fucked up. I mean, I don't know, but I, when you, yeah, uh, dude, life was sometimes when I, so morbid, but sometimes when I go to bed, I'm like, you're going to be dead one day. Oh, like yeah. Mark beside me, I'm like, you're like, I don't know how long you're here for. Yeah. It could happen tomorrow. It's fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's some fucked up I shit. I know. Well, I was talking to a friend, um, just, uh, yesterday, friend, and, um, she was saying that three weeks ago. Her brother-in-law was kind of like, I'm not thinking clearly. Like, I can't. My mind isn't thinking. Like, I just, it's not normal. So, I ended up going to the hospital. There had been a huge brain tumor that, that, that was growing. They immediately did surgery. That was three weeks ago. Um, healthy man, small children. And uh, immediately, it started, they st- it started growing back. Meaning, like, it's not going away. 
so now he goes to hospital. He's trying to do like chemo, whatever. But the, his, he's got a very like he's probably gonna die really soon. That was three weeks ago. She's like, it was almost like a car accident. It's like the dad that they knew who was like healthy. He's like six four. He's like this, you know, healthy guy. Everything's perfect to a man who can't get in and out of the car alone. Like, and he can't do anything. He has to go to the hospital every day. So, that's uplifting. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's so crazy. So, you're right. It can happen just like that. Yeah, so you have to really fucking seize the day. If you are sitting on something and you are like, I, I, you know, I really think if you, family is huge. And it, I don't think you have to get along with your family. There's some, sometimes people do things that are unforgivable and I don't. But you have to forgive mm-hmm. yourself mm-hmm. with being okay with not being in their lives. Yeah. Like, you can't let it be a festering poison inside of you. No, no. If you, uh, if you, if you have a peace with where you're, at, like, you know, sometimes you and I are like, I, some. Okay, we talked about your dad in one of the podcasts. Some people could come back and be like, you're gonna regret that. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think you will. Right. I don't think you have any. If you know what we're talking about, you have to go back a few podcasts. But I, I think that some people. That what is naturally what people would think. Yeah. You have to really check in with yourself and be yes. like, would I? And I don't think you will. No. Be like, I wish I had changed things or done things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think some people would. I know. And I think you have to go and because you don't know how you're going to feel when they're not here anymore. No. Nope. And that you can't really understand that or grasp that. But if there's anything you're like hiding or pushing away or if you're angry towards or if you're like, I'm so mad at that, it feels like. Well, and also if you have one of those things that you're either constantly thinking about or, or you know, not forgiving and it's blocking you from moving to the next thing. It's actually holding you back. Oh my God, they don't even know it. Or it's not bringing you peace. Mm-hmm. Like if you live, if you see your family every weekend mm-hmm. and they are causing you angst constantly, that's something you're going to want to figure out mm-hmm. if you can't change that situation. You might want to move, you know? You might want to move. You might want to say, you know what? This is, I just need like a break. I don't know. Just don't waste your time living in angst and fear and all of the things because really there's no point because it might be a fixable solution. It might be something you're not wanting to settle. Mm-hmm. If you're, you, There's no rights or wrongs. I think, again, expectations where people are like, if you don't, you will get your own expectations and see. Totally. Like if you're like, babe, I love you. I just don't want to watch TV. Mm-hmm. I want to go to bed. Mm-hmm. It's not about you. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a like fi- you're not going to like younger anyway. Yeah, and I'm a, I'm a person. Mm-hmm. You're a person. Mm-hmm. I, like I totally tell Mark, I'm like, if you're into a show, go down, go watch it. If you, I like, I don't like that one with the motorcycle. We saw him in LA, you know what I mean? I Whatever it's called, it's like very, yeah. very dark and yeah. drugs. And yeah. I'm like, I, don't, I have no desire watching people mm-hmm. die and do drugs all day. You, but you go crazy. <laughs> watch it. I'm not offended. Mm-hmm. Go. Oh, I'm, I'm exactly the same. I'm like, we can't like everything the same. Mm-hmm. You and well, that's great. I'm married to you. I'm not. I'm not you. Mm-hmm. I am not with you. We're not attached. Mm-hmm. Like, you and I need to have the same likes because we do everything together. But that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But I don't like crime. You like crime. Yeah, I definitely like crime. Murder and crime. <laughs> Last night I had a little America's Most Wanted. You know? Oh, my God. That's still going? I know. Gosh, that used to be the one I watched when I babysat kids all the time. They were asleep. That's... America's Most Wanted. Cops. Until I turned the TV off accidentally when I was trying to change the channel. And then I couldn't turn the TV back on. And then it was 11 o'clock and the parents didn't come home to one. And I stared at the wall. I thought this was your bedroom last night. Mm-mm. No. My babysat was the worst. What time did you go to bed at last night? And then we're going to wrap it up. 10.30. Mm. I was in bed at 9. 15. Did ever, was everyone in bed before you? No. 
Teddy and Taylor were awake. They were watch- boys were watching basketball. Taylor's putzing around. She spilled. Remember how she spilled a Costco-sized jar of pickles? I sure do. Well, last night, Costco-sized two big Tostito salsas fell onto the floor. Both of them splattered everywhere, including all the walls, every single drawer, and the linen curtains. Where was it in? The, where the kitchen? It came out of the out of the cupboard, and it splattered like a gunshot. Was the 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 lid not on? Hadn't even been opened yet. That's freaky. Like my curtains have to go to dry cleaner. Like it was. You've never seen so much salsa. Like, were was, you? Mad, would you laugh? Or were you? Mad? It was annoying, but you know it's a mistake. So you're like, ugh. Like I want to like be so mad at you, but it's not your fault. Okay. Was she reaching for something? I think she was reaching for a snack. <laughs> <laughs> good girl. It was terrible. Good, good, good girl. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Make sure you lose five stars. Live five stars. Um, oh, did you have? You're not like me. Botox can't talk. I had. Um, Lemon in my mouth. Um, um, come on over to Instagram at Cat Nat, and we have a wicked contest going on there, supporting you know women and communities, and like we're sharing communities because we can't get out and see everybody right now. There's some amazing prizes, Cat Nat, and um, otherwise we'll see you all. I have an itchy nose. Want to go do Amazon Live now? Yeah. Get out the way. All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you Thursday. <laughs>